What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's the Haber Mundo Middlecoff podcast. What you're about to hear is the audio from a YouTube live that John and I did on Wednesday night. You can go to our YouTube channel. It is promo code HAM, all one word, promo code HAM, all one word. And we do a lot of video stuff there that is not podcast stuff. And uh, we'll have more coming there. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you haven't found it yet, what you're about to hear again is a live show we did on Wednesday night on YouTube. We're talking NFL draft. And as we're getting ready for the show, Alden Smith signed, or Jay Glazer reported that Alden Smith signed with the Cowboys. So we start by talking about that. All right, Middlecoff, April 1, no April Fool's joke. We are live on YouTube. Welcome. We're live. Yes, we're sir. Live. We are here. I'm looking for the feed, but we're getting started. Uh, this is, uh, the plan was just to be draft only, but uh, then Alden Smith signed. So we're going to talk about that as well. But welcome, everybody. We, we're up on the YouTube. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, subscribe to the channel, like the video, give it the thumbs up. Hit us with comments and questions, and uh, we'll get to a lot of those. You know what's funny? Kind of ironic, I guess, for me and you. Some people might be coming from all different places all over the place, but you turn on NFL Network right now, and it's got the Harbaugh brothers in the Super Bowl. Dude. Kaepernick's about could have thrown about four picks through the first ten minutes. Joe Flacco's playing the game of his life, and the Ravens are beating the shit out of the 49ers. So – we just did a we just did a uh, rewatchables and uh we did the which you can it's a YouTube and it's a podcast and we that was Saints Niners week 14 of 2019 but we're trying to figure out what our next game should be that'd be on the list uh that'd be on the list now the thing with that game is it's hard to watch the 24 the the week 14 2019 game that we did where it's 55 first half points. And then you, like, you're watching. We're at halftime here. This game gets good after the lights go out and the second half starts. Michelle Tafoya spends 45, or it wasn't Michelle Tafoya, Tracy Wolfson spends 45 minutes or however long it was trying to get somebody from like the power department to give her an answer on when they can turn the lights back on in the stadium. So I don't know if it would be yeah, the I most just, compelling I, I, game I to rewatch. In a weird way, I don't, I, I was working in the NFL at the time. 
So I wasn't as like locked in to the Niners. Their success had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Even though I like grew up a Niner fan, I, I wasn't really, I just didn't give a shit. I was actually kind of worried like me and Chip, were we buddies at the time? Uh, clearly we weren't. And I just don't remember. One thing I do remember, I was living in the city. Mm-hmm. And I went at halftime watching the pl- watching the game by myself at where I live with Bobby, who owned the place. And he wasn't there, so I had to place myself watching the game. I went to get a sandwich at halftime, and then I came back. There wasn't a parking spot. Guy, I, I oh. drove around his place for, I swore to God, 40 minutes. And luckily, the lights went out. I think it ended up saving me. But yeah. I was like, am I just going to have to park in a red? And what am I going to do? And looking back, of course, John... The 49ers are in the Super Bowl. It's Sunday afternoon in the San Francisco. Double whammy. You're going to leave? It was moronic. I don't think Uber Eats and Grubhub how, but how did, There's a sandwich place like half a block from you. How did you not just go there? Uh, I went to Miller's. Oh, but you got it in the car It was in the peak to of to my Miller's. Miller's Deli eating. It's a great place. Really it's now closed. Yeah, but you could have. You know halftime. Miller's Deli Bowl. closed? A few years ago. It shut down? Shut down. I think the bar next door is owned by the same guy. Still open. But you know, Super Bowl halftime's thirty-five minutes. You could have made that. Yeah, I could have. I, I just, just uh, tweeted the link as well. I wasn't super locked in. Again, I, I just didn't in a different place. Yeah, understood. Different. You world. know, when you hear like uh, people in the league, I don't even want. Or players often say that. That's not necessarily true, but you just you're kind of hate watching, in a weird way. You're not, there's just the only emotion. You're not going to feel joy. What emotion are you going to feel? Unless you're rooting for one of the coaches, like Jim Harbaugh was rooting for John. Uh, Other than that, (laughs) that to me is one of the great all-time conspiracies. Like, did Jim go easy on John? They thought he threw the game. They came back 21 to three right before half. So anyway, that's on NFL Network right now. How about before we get into this draft stuff, this news uh, from less than an hour ago, I just put it up on the screen, John. Uh, Jay Glazer says that the uh, Cowboys have signed Alden Smith. $4 million, I think. Was that right? Or am I just reading four-year absence? I, th- I think I, I think I saw $2 million guarantee. Okay. I, that seems kind of crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, I this was not on my radar. We've talk, Think about the amount. In, so 2013, a year later after this Niner Super Bowl, you and me are doing a radio show together. What would you say from the beginning of 2014 to, like, 2016, if you did a word cloud of all the things we said the most, Harbaugh would probably be number one, right? Alden Smith wouldn't have been – I mean, maybe Kaepernick would be two. Alden probably would have been between the Niners and the Raiders. Jed got Top ten. Yeah, Jed got a lot. But Alden Alden would have been – Alden, we dedicated a lot of hours to Alden Smith. Alden had a stretch, probably would have been 2015, when Tom Sula took over. Yeah, 15, so he took so he takes over. Alden gets the arrest, which reads like a terrorist attack, remember? Terrorist bomb, threats. bomb, 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 bomb. But there was the bomb, 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 but there was also something in his yard, remember, when he was driving to his apartment complex? Well, he bu- it was like the neighbor's car. Got yeah, and then it turns out he like opened the door on him, yeah. said he was drunk, terrorist threat. It was weird. They cut him that day, and then 
probably less than what a couple weeks we were at Raiders training camp Michael Crabtree their new signing we broke the news to Michael Crabtree ironically Jack Del Rio signs him a week before the regular season my timeline might be off he played the opening weekend against the Cincinnati Bengals I remember yeah that. it was now, well it, yeah it the was Raiders like, got destroyed were we out there on a Friday a Thursday or a Friday in the Raiders training camp no, yeah, it would have been the like Thursday. Thursday. Or the, yeah, yeah. But that's I think right. he got signed. I think he got signed once we got to the regular season, like on a Wednesday, and he played Sunday. That's right. Yeah, might have got signed. It sounds crazy, but it he might have got signed Friday and played Sunday. It was very, it was very tight. That was the. It was that the Bengals been Thursday, game? Practice Friday, walk through Saturday, played Sunday. That oh, was the bank. It was the Bengals game, right? Yeah, the massacre, Cincinnati Bengals. Who their tackles? Andre Smith and uh, I, Whitworth. Remember, Pac-Man took Amari's head and slammed it onto oh, his helmet. Right. <laughs> so, God, Raiders, other DBs just between that and Akib Talib snapping the chain. Isn't it kind of? I don't know about you, but like I, as I go into my mid thirties, like my memory sometimes hit or miss. I can remember things like that. Like, how can I remember Alden Smith got signed on a fucking Friday and played on a Sunday? But I couldn't tell you. What I talked to my mom about because like three weeks ago at dinner. You, uh, you remember that moment? You that moment? It was a, you know, it was a momentous thing in your life. You like I said, you spent more time talking about Alden Smith than you probably realized. Uh, you, you're probably right. Um, all right, so we wanted to dive into the draft, John. Do you, do, wait, really quick, yeah. stay on. All, could he like have a season? I mean, would you bet against it? I mean, he is yeah. six six, long, four freak year, athlete, four years out of the NFL. You're right. We should talk about him as a player for a second. He's, I mean, he's on the Dallas Cowboys. I know. Um, we've talked about his rookie year a lot, and the second year really, uh, as well. But 14 sacks and 19 and a half sacks. That was 2012, 2011 and 2012. It's a long time ago. It's been a while. Now there's a difference between like to me, fresh if, legs. If he's just on the team, if he's just an active player on game day, then he'll just make some plays i mean if he's good enough to be out there that would be a pretty incredible story i don't think anyone would have bet on that two three years ago four years ago so jack the reels like i told you guys you should have just held on you know who the defensive line coach is for the dallas cowboys well, yeah but why don't you tell him why don't you tell everybody jimmy tom sula well i you know that we that draft that the niners draft back to back 2011 2012 uh, or I guess 2010, 2011. Anthony Davis, Mikey Potty. These are just the hits. Navarro Bowman. Under, by the way, Navarro does not get enough credit for being a third rounder. I think when we talk about guys who should have, uh, you know, should have had chips on their shoulders. Navarro Bowman, third rounder. Um, so well, was, it was it was something. Some I remember someone telling me, Penn State. That was when Joe Paterno. I think it was his last year before Sandusky. Very secretive with player information uh there was like something with a wee some was, weed charge yeah, he had yeah. gotten in trouble but it turns out wouldn't you say like he was one of the higher character 49ers no doubt so uh, anthony davis mikey potty navarro bowman the next year was alden smith colin kaepernick chris culliver daniel kilgore bruce miller among the uh, mike person was a seventh round pick you know what's kind of crazy when you it, those core guys played a huge role, like in the two or three Harbaugh years, about a decade later, looking back, you got 
uh, Davis retired, quit just randomly. Upati, actually, I think he's still going, but he had some devastating injuries. Alden had some of the craziest NFL off the field situations we've ever experienced. Kaepernick, the whole kneeling, I mean, he's just become one of the most polarizing names in NFL history. Culliver once chased a guy down the street with brass knuckles. Bruce Miller beat up an old guy in the Embarcadero, did jail time. I mean, <laughs> that group, Bowman, you know, had one of the most tragic careers ever. It looked like he was headed to be a Hall of Famer. His knee snap, never the same. Like, Bowman and Upati were two guys that could have been great injuries. The other guys kind of just like resumes are just, if me and you tried to s- script it for playmakers, it would be hard, right? You'd be like, no, man, are, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. This guy gets blackballed from the league. This guy beats up an old guy. Yeah, no, he does. This guy, no, this, the guy runs a four three. You're telling me he chases a guy on a bike with brass knuckles? Yeah, I'm telling you, he does. I don't know how the guy got away somehow, but he chased him. The the Bruce Miller beating up the old guy and the son. Remember, he, not, he banged son. on their door. They just opened their hotel door and they got their ass kicked. Remember, he was covered Embarca- in blood. Yeah, and he bad. got into it. Well, yeah. So anyway, you're right. It should be a thirty for thirty. Um, all right, John. April first, we're doing this live. The draft is three weeks away. The draft is three weeks from Thursday. And, um, you know, we actually have been talking about maybe doing it live here. The Saints, I'll put the the photo up. The Saints are going to be doing it from uh, Dixie Brewery. Not the Saints watch party. The Saints. Uh, Sean Payton, his squad. You know what? Since you got one of those. What do you got there? You know, I was going to make a vodka. But then uh, then I realized... Vodka is not the happiest alcohol, and in mid Corona, you need a Modelo, a margarita. I, I made a you little a margarita? margarita. Oh, we should have some. We should have some. I have a, I have a little margarita juice. So I put a little tequila, and I just. Ugh. All right. So, is this what Sean Payne's going to be doing during the draft? I hope so. In like a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Did you see Florio's article that shelter in place orders? Those aren't legalities, right? If you and me get 20 people and we're walking around, they can't legally do anything to us, correct? As far as I, as far as I know, they cannot. But they can shut down businesses that are open that are not essential, I oh, think. There's, okay. a, there's a difference there. Because he wrote something that what about the different states with the different rules if the states that are extreme, and I, I didn't have the energy to comment, but it's like, Mike, th- these aren't legal you're mar- talking about, laws. You're talking about the brewery thing. No, he was talking more about some of the teams want to do this in the draft room where there are rules in states that have these shelter-in-place orders with more than 10 people. Just just, give the politicians some sweet tickets for uh, the kickoff. Let them come hang out in the draft room. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just going to be a little complicated. Yeah. Well, uh, Roger Goodell wants to hear nothing of your complications, John. <laughs> the NFL's been like, draft is happening. You guys figure it out. Just know when you're on the clock, you better get a pick in. What do you think about adding a little time so I think that, people do trades? Wh- how long does the draft first round usually take? I Three thought hours? it's ten mi- I thought it's ten minutes. But pick. I mean, what's like the in total? Yeah, that was okay. like five five day thirty. Yeah, so I, I think they should do. Because remember, minutes. the second and third round get bumped down to like seven minutes. Right. The picks. I think they should do. If it's 10, give everybody an extra five just to compensate for, you know. Zoom. And, yeah, just maybe you're using, everyone doesn't have all their phones connected. Everyone's sitting around, the whole thing. 
So yeah, give them 15 minutes and why not? What you've got a captive audience. We're not going anywhere. Um so I yeah, I I I think they should do it. You I mean, is there any reason you see you've been in you've been in drafts like any reason well, there not are to do a lot it? of guys in a lot of these rooms and I think people are used to everyone having a role. Like this guy's my value guy. This guy Hey, hey, Middlecoff, what was the character right up on this guy? Just everyone kind of has a role and is just ready. I think spreading it around makes it a little more complicated. Here, here's my issue. My consistent take has been if you're a general manager and Roger Goodell, before he told everyone to shut the fuck up, but when he just said, listen, guys, we're doing the draft, before he kind of laid down David Stern the law, you just gotta, you gotta go with it. There's no reason to like, complain. This is hard. But I don't mind people behind the scenes just saying, listen, we'll do it. But I think it makes a lot of sense to push it back three weeks, a month. Like, yeah. I, I, If you gave every team the opportunity to vote, yes or no, should we move it back a month? Do you Not think one be team unanim- would vote yes. Do you think it'd be unanimous yes. 32-0? Yes. If the GMs voted. I do think the owners, because... They recognize like, an opportunity. Well, I, I listen... Coward has a good take that the NFL doesn't give a shit about social media. This is about their business and they're the networks right now, NFL network, which they own. I, I th- doesn't Fox now simulcast the draft. They have the last couple of years, right? The first round with Troy Aikman, remember was became a part of it. The last couple of years, they've kind of merged. They take the Fox NFL network the feed. You're saying, yeah, I think they do a dual one. Cause remember Aikman was there and mm-hmm. then some, I, I remember them kind of merging. So I think you got NFL Network and Fox merging. You got ESPN, who this is a big deal for them, which was it last year they were on ABC? Remember? Like it's kind of blew up in the last couple of years. These networks, guy, they're replaying old Super Bowls and it kind of actually feels cool. Like they're, they're not in a good spot. They don't have anything to show. I would imagine these networks desperately want to get the draft going, right? How would they not? It's just incredible content. Yeah, I mean, I always say this about championships. It doesn't matter who wins as long as somebody does uh, in terms of a playoff. To the networks, it doesn't – you whiff on Jerry Judy, you get Jerry Judy. They don't care. Jerry Judy's getting drafted. That's what they want. So I understand why the NFL is not listening to and, – And this is where I understand when people go, listen, we, we need uh, – we need a distraction because the draft, when I hear the word, like it's hope, it's not hope. Like it's, it's a distraction, which is a good distraction. It's really fun. But then we go back to our normal lives, even when you work in this. But if in the fall you realize, God damn, our second rounder can't play, then you're furious at your GM. Yeah. And, 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 then, the me- me. and then the media shitting on them. And it's just one of those situations where you're putting these guys in just weird spots where the number like, Let's say, like you said, they'd vote 32 nothing to move it back. The one thing we know about the NFL, it ain't a lazy league. Guys want to work. These guys live at the office. So they have no problem working. I think their issue right now is like, listen, think of every business in America right now. You're not, you'd argue a first-round pick. You, you could argue the first and your second-round pick in an NFL season, like in a calendar year is one of your most important, obviously the games are the most important, but in terms of acu- acquisitions, they're probably your most important acquisitions in theory, right? Because they're going to be on your team if you nail the pick for a long period of time. Most businesses are doing their most important acquisitions over mid-corona. That's what you're asking the NFL to do. Where in free agency, looking back, it was easier, right? Because the wheels had been set in motion. The combine had already happened. 
deals. It's like, oh, the tampering period started on Monday. Oh, yeah, sure it did. I saw the Bucks. like Jason Light was like, you know, the first time we could ever talk to Tom Brady on Monday morning. Like, okay, guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But this, the draft, because of how important free agency comes first, you kind of just, you don't put it off, but you just, you, you, pl- you, have, you build in time to catch up. Yeah. To and prep. to meet with guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think so, the counter would be, hey, look, the film is the film. The combine happened. It is going to suck. And, and this is probably hasn't been as much a conversation. It's going to suck. It's not the first round that's the issue for these guys, right? It's the guys who they have to go to their workouts. It's the fifth round pick. It's the guys who they maybe instead of the top of their board as five guys they love, well, what happens in the fifth round? Now you're splitting hairs. And I would imagine that's where – a workout or a personal meeting comes into play more so than the first round. The first round is where we're going to talk about it all, but that's where I wonder if they're really, if, if they're really bothered. It's like, we've seen Jerry Judy run. We've been our, our scout down there has been talking to Alabama people for two years about Jerry Judy. That yeah, he's to talked me, to the strength to me, coach the guys five in the times. Second and third round with medicals and stuff that you were just never able to talk to or see. So you, uh, you put out a mock draft the other day of first uh, 13 picks on the athletic people I put it up on the screen here. People can go find it. Um, and among the things we talk about on there or, or that you wrote, one of the things we did a video on previously that you can go watch was Tua's going to go to, we think that is the official opinion of ham. And you had him too. I thought one thing though, can, can I, can I address one specific pick in this draft in your mock draft? It's you're on the mic. Fire do, away. Do you know, do you know which pick I'm going to ask you about? No. Uh, Jeff Akuda. At seven. So this was the Middlecoff mock. Was Chase Young at three? Was Tua at two? Burrow, Chase Young, the Giants going with Isaiah Simmons, Washington having traded back so they could get a tackle, the Chargers taking Herbert, and then bam, all of a sudden Jeff Okuda is just sitting there at seven. Well, to me, there there is a domino effect. If Tua goes two, the Lions then would have to take Chase Young. The wild card would be the Giants. If they take Isaiah Simmons' guy, you have the Washington Redskins, who I, I would imagine Trent Williams is traded during the draft. You're not going to trade a corner, right? Or you're not going to take a corner right there if yeah. you're Washington. And what does Ron Rivera have a history of doing in Carolina? James Bradbury wasn't a first-round pick. Josh Norman wasn't a first-round pick. Like He's actually developed a lot of late-round picks on his defense at corner. Del, same with Del Rio over his history as a defensive coordinator. Chris Harris, undrafted free agent when he was in Denver. I think you'd go with the – you take the best tackle on the board to fill in Trent Williams. And when I think the Washington Redskins, if they did that move like a trade back, people are like, oh, my God, how could you get rid of Chase Young? Well, what if I get another first-rounder and another high second-rounder and I go, I'm going to get a star left tackle, I'm going to get another starter in another position, and I'm going to get another starter in the second round. Yeah. Would you rather have so- a star left – Left tackle and two starters or a star corner? A star left tackle and two starters. My question is this. So the Panthers are sitting there at seven. You know, in theory, maybe they think it's time to win now. Could the Niners get to seven and take Jeff Okuda? I would imagine they wouldn't be the only ones trying if the Panthers were. Like, if he's there at seven, I think it would be a lot of teams pretty interested. So would you go thirteen I would do, and thirty-one? I would, do no, I would do no trading up if I was the Niners. You wouldn't do thirteen and thirty-one to go get the best corner. No, 
So you just get Akuda and then you get no picks for the yeah, fifth round? Exactly. I think no. though that thirty one probably gets traded back. We didn't get that far in your mock draft, but um, would you do would you do thirteen in next year's second round pick? Yeah. I would. I probably would do that too. <laughs> then you, you hope probably that ne- have to use thirty one to trade back. Yeah, which you might do anyway. Trade back and still get and still get a receiver, potentially. So but you're anyway, also that, at thirty one to trade. You're at thirty one to trade back. You're kind of hoping there's a guy that's falling, because there is a chance that no one wants to do a deal with you at thirty one. I think there's going to be enough receivers that someone will jump up for. Well, that's where, what about the Niners taking receivers? Yeah, at I mean they could. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Um, I, I I do think though, there are going to be a lot of. In the top 10, a lot of tackles, defensive linemen, Isaiah Simmons, Akutas. There are going to be a lot of wide receivers taken between probably pick 11 or 12 and like pick 25. I'm talking like seven. Everyone's like, it's a deep receiver draft. I agree. They're going to come flying off the fucking right. board. I'll promise you that. Well, it, you've got a scenario to me, where to me, Judy... what, if, what if this happens? What if Derek Brown or Javon Kinlaw, one of the top defensive tackles, ends up at 13? Do you just go, well, let's take a wide receiver at 31, and let's take this guy there? Yeah, well, yeah, you could argue or take. The problem is the second-best corner probably isn't. The second-best corner isn't better than Brown. I, I'd have to ask around. I. What if you thought the second-best corner, though, is a legitimate starter for a long time? Then I would take a corner instead. Because part to of the me, reason my, you, my Niners board would be corners at the in terms of knee would be corners at the top, a corner at the top. One thing they've proven though this year is Drink! Richards a stud, but they got by with the other corners are pretty average cover guys because you dominate up front. So you but, just go, we kick your ass with our defensive line. Look at the Chiefs. But our, Chiefs but have won how many games in Buckner's the last two gone. years? They can't cover anybody. Buckner's gone. In theory, you got to replace that somehow, somewhere. Would you rather do it with another defensive tackle or a corner? I'd rather do it with a corner. Then Buckner spot? I'm saying, would you rather, if you're going to add something just to help make up the greater whole of your defense, would you rather bring it, get another defensive tackle in or go with a corner? I'd rather go with a corner. Yeah, unless you thought that the upside of one of the defensive linemen was Pro Bowl yeah, in the corner, right. just a solid starter, because right. then you go, well, what if we could trade back 31 and take another solid corner in the second you, or third round? Or maybe you take that solid corner at 31. Maybe the gap between the second and third best corner and the third best corners there at 31 isn't that big. Well, this is what's hard about the draft, is we you kind of – it's why the power of a pick is so much stronger than the power of a player – because we talk about everyone like we're just throwing around names. Yeah. Imagine like three years like you just talked about that guy like he was going to be a 10 year starter and he's, he's a bust. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just it happens in, in basketball and football. The power of the pick like, oh, you'll give me your what if the 13th picks their worst pick since A.J. Jenkins just for whatever reason. It, it could be even out of the guy's control. He just gets hurt in rookie well, minicamp. You know, I guess there's going to be no rookie minicamp, but. You just never know. I just put up uh, Bucky Brooks's Warren Buffett blue chip prospects. Warren, who, by the way, at last check, John, is worth in the neighborhood. And I don't know what the recent uh, market has done to toll Warren, but he was about $90 billion before uh, before Corona. Uh, he has he Derek Dip. He could handle a dip. <laughs> he has Derek Brown second on his blue chip prospect board. 
So do with that what you will. I thought what I would do, what we would do, I could throw some, what I think the biggest storylines are three weeks out. Or at least what they are to me. They don't have to be anybody else's. But you tell me, too high, too low. All right, I'll give you a draft storyline, and you tell me if this is number one for you or if you think you'd go with something else. I have three, all right? Number one. God, it is kind of crazy. The draft isn't that far away. Three weeks, man. Number one, two is health. And not just Tua's health, but how are people going to find out about Tua's health and get accurate information about Tua's health? But I don't think our, we're not going to learn anything in these three weeks. I just think he's going to get picked really high, and we won't know till the, yeah. till the they enter they the corona dies. Okay, so then this is actually the thing about the draft that because I think you're right. Ultimately, he's getting drafted pretty high, one way or the other. For me, right now, what I would love if you told me I could have one answer to something that happens in the draft. I just thought of that question just now. So I think this is my answer. Who is the fourth team to take a quarterback? Like, not who is QB4. Is it Jordan Love or is it Jake Eason? That is less interesting to me than who is the fourth team to take a quarterback. Because we've gone through the list before Middlecoff. Like, after the Chargers, you have Carolina. And then you go, who are the obvious quarterback drafting teams? Is Jacksonville's not? The, are the Raiders going to take a quarterback? Are the Patriots going to take a quarterback? Or the Vikings, would they? Are the Titans? Like, is one of these teams that has a quarterback that they just signed, but we don't would, know Would you if take a their... quarterback if you're the Raiders after paying Mariota no, $8 million? And I wouldn't. Having Derek? I wouldn't. To me, it's like the Packers, the Patriots, the team in the 20s. If Jordan Love falls, which he might. When I say fall, like Packers sneaky he, at thirty, by the way. To me, Jordan Love going in the twenties is not a fall. Like he's just no, I agree. He's, but there's but just not it, like Jacksonville has another pick in the twenties. So that if they didn't take one, I just there's not that many teams. You you've said this for a while now. Like it's great to say there's all these quarterbacks who needs quarterbacks, but then when you really break down the list of teams that needs quarterback in a, in a given moment, the list usually isn't that big. Cam is still out there too, so I. I don't know. That 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 is interesting. Is New England taking a quarterback in the first round? It's probably the simplest way to boil that down. I would lean no. <clears throat> I, I I'll be shocked if they take a quarterback. You know, you saw this they just cut what's his name today? Cody Kessler. I, I think they're just gonna go into the season with those two guys. Stidham and Brian Hoyer. So crazy as that sounds. Who's taking the fourth quarterback in this draft? Yeah, it'll be it'll be a team in the twenties. The Packers. Uh, the Steelers don't have a pick. I mean, here's the team. Right. The tw- here's the twenties. Jacksonville. Jacksonville's second pick is twenty. Philly. Minnesota. Is it crazy if you're the Titans to take a guy? No, I don't think Tannehill? it is. New England, New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah, definitely. Well, Sean Payton said today that uh, we need because you and I had talked about it. Kaepernick out know. of the pocket. Kaepernick on the move. Looking, looking. For six yards. Sorry. Delaney Walker? <laughs> Delaney. Uh, what were we just talking about? Oh, the Saints. So sorry. That, he, that Sean Payton admitted that Taysom Hill can't be a backup. You know, because he does all this other shit. It's like, you can't have your backup break his collarbone on a fullback dive, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Or it's like, what was, you know, our backup quarterback broke his leg covering a kick. You're like, uh, What? But that's Taysom Hill's everywhere. So you, you got to have a third guy. But to me, they are – I 
think Sean Payton said somewhere people were tweeting at me that this might be Drew Brees' last chance to win a Super Bowl. Like this team, I, I don't know if he said it like seriously, but he's like, yeah, this is going to be as good of a chance. Like we're running. He has out of time. been doing a lot of interviews today. Yeah, so I, I I just think that Jordan loved them, and who were they? They were king of Mahomes. They were going to draft a quarterback the last couple years. I think they like Baker Mayfield. They've just kind of been floating around, and Drew's just been good enough to not get rid of. That you just wonder, does he just say fuck it? Now, that wouldn't you need him to drop because they they what got drafted in the or they're drafting in the twenty. They lost in the first round. Uh, I'm just uh, you're right. I'm gonna put this quote up here from Sean Payton uh, for everybody to see. It was on Get Up. See, I didn't even know. I knew he was on with Eisen. I knew he was on with Glazer. But this is from Get Up. Peyton was asked what role he envisioned for Taysom Hill. And he said this. The unique situation with our team and with our quarterback, Drew Brees, is he's announced he's coming back for his final season. Is that like a Chuck Rhodes power move? Trying to bully Drew? We just, we, we watched that game. Drew, I don't know. Drew could play. If I told you. In three years, one of these two quarterbacks is in a Pro Bowl, Drew Brees or Tom Brady. Wouldn't you pick Drew Brees based on what you saw from him this year? Tell everybody his touchdown-interception ratio again. It's 27-4. When did Drew Brees say this was his final season? Like, was Sean Payton putting words in his mouth? I don't know. Well, Drew Brees, there's a chance Phillip Rivers is done. There's a chance Phillip Rivers isn't any good. So I, I would say Drew Brees, I thought the Saints were good this season. I, I would expect them, if Sean Payton doesn't and Mickey Loomis don't get super wasted at the brewery during the draft, for them to be pretty good. Man, I, I actually uh, kind of a genius idea, a little support local. It is. I, I guess you're going to have the employees there. Are the employees going to be the ones leaking the Saints pick? employees of the brewery or yeah, the saints the brewery like is the server gonna have the tip well no we're in quarantine guy it's just they're gonna open it for them there's not gonna be a server they're not gonna be eating they're just gonna be sitting in the room well yeah i just think that they're gonna be i they're mean they're using gonna have the space is the chef gonna be there that's what i'm asking is there not gonna be a bartender yeah no i think they'll open it for them but i think i don't unless the saint or the south or isn't the entire country quarantined or are we just or some states more. I, I can't even follow states, what's going on. States. Uh, what else we got? Draft storylines. I mean, first rounders. That's a big. That's going to be a big one. How about Alden? By the way, this is not a draft storyline. It to me, it's just pretty nuts. But it's also very. It's very fitting. Goes to the Cowboys. <laughs> like it just. I'm sorry. I said Alden. I meant Antonio Brown. I just put it up. Multi. Oh, did Antonio work at, with his cut at first? I forgot Hollywood Brown is his cousin. Yeah, to me, I thought it was crazy. Then you realize his cousin plays with Lamar Jackson. It's not that crazy at all. Is he is he in the league week one? Because I think you just there are enough crazy coaches that it's hard to just discount him. If Alden Smith can come back Antonio four years Brown later. <clears throat> but all but Alden had like two years. Antonio is Brown AB's is issue still years. pending. The harassment uh, case or the I sexual mean, is, assault is case? Alden still pending? Like, is Alden? I don't think so. I think that's all taken care of. So, 
Um, big biggest draft storyline three weeks out. What you got? If it's not to his health, if it's not which which is the fourth team to take a quarterback, if it's not how many receivers go in the first round. Mm. It's a hell of a question. I would say, does Odell Beckham get traded? I've gotten a couple texts from people that said, keep an eye on Odell Beckham Jr. and the Cleveland Browns getting rid of him. They're not getting their – are they getting their first back? They could at the end of the first round. Well, I'd trade pick 31 for him. <laughs> Talk about holding out for better value. How about How about pick 27? You know who has pick 27? Seattle. Could they trade for Odo Beckham Jr.? That's a hell of a question. I don't know. 31 in a heartbeat, John. 31 in a heartbeat. You do thirty one for OBJ? Yeah, wouldn't you? I I don't know if the Niners would though. I, I think last year was not ideal for him. I understand, but it's like when val when there's value that just falls in your lap. Man, that's pretty risky at this point in time. I used to love him, but I don't know. That's a good He's, that's a good draft rumor though. Yeah, it's, but I heard just keep an eye. Okay. Just keep an eye. Keep an eye. I mean, if Stephon Diggs can get traded for pick 21, then who knows? Well, that's what I'm saying. If Stephon Diggs can get traded for pick 21, then the value is just too good to pass up. Yeah, but he's a little less. Yeah, I don't know. I guess diva's a diva. I got I to gotta dive into some... Uh, I, I, Jerry, uh, Judy, Ruggs, and Lamb, would you say you watched Lamb the most this year? I mean, even though you probably watched every Alabama game, too. Yeah, I watched all of them. I feel like I, I saw the most of CD. Well, he well he was just the thing with Alabama. They had four guys. You know the other CD Lamb. Once Marquise Brown went pro, they just fed him the football. So it, the thing is at Alabama, it's easier to like judge them against sweet defensive backs at Baylor or I mean at Oklahoma. They're just playing, you know, terrible defenses. Terrible. Now the guy's really good. But I just I get nervous a little bit sometimes, just big twelve players in general. That just you know, it's it's easier to go. The Alabama guys translate. Just look at Amari. Amari's an underachiever and he averages seventy five a thousand and, and six. Think about that. Amari is an underachiever and averages seventy five a thousand and six. Julio, Calvin Ridley. Underachiever making guys. twenty mil. Yeah, he's an overpaid underachiever, but he's the thing with Amari, there's no disputing his elite talent. Like Jerry Judy, people are kind of going back and forth. Like, is he good enough? Is he not good enough? Well, I know he's really good. To me, it's going to come down to his makeup. Amari's a better talent than Jerry Judy. Like Amari was a no doubt about it top five pick. And even even looking back, it's like, yeah, he's made three Pro Bowls. And it's like people still don't, he's not quite good enough. Right. Because I think the, the bar for Amari was like just a star. Yeah, I mean, it was not just, Antonio Brown, but changed the game like the best receivers in the game do. I think like five or six, a hundred plus catch seasons, right? Some people called him a Hall of Famer early. Was that you? That was me. Hey, he was on the trajectory. Yeah, he was. I, 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 I think the thing that separates receivers is just once you have like the elite talent, is are you just a dog? You know, look at the t- like you watch Michael Thomas where we watch that game. I think Debo has it. 
Now, I don't know if he's going to be as good as those guys, but Devontae, Julio, the Tampa guys, Keenan Allen, these guys are just fearless. Antonio is nuts, but he was fearless nuts. you got to be kind of crazy to play a receiver. Sean asks, uh, who do you think the Raiders go after in the draft? At, beyond the <clears> number one pick, is the Raiders taking a wide receiver the biggest lock in this draft right now? Uh, Yeah. Someone at the Combine told me, don't be shocked if they take 12 and 19 both receivers. Fine. Yeah, it's not that crazy. I mean, would you be that anti that? Given that receivers are 50-50 anyway, you might as well assure yourself of getting one starting receiver. I'd have to go back and look. That that It feels like it'd be unprecedented, right? Uh, Two first-round receivers in the same draft? (laughs) (laughs) You know a good stat I read on this Jerry Judy SI article was that from 1968 until 2011, Alabama had never had a first-round wide receiver. That year was Julio, then Amari, Wait, then say, Calvin sorry, Ridley. Sorry. Then, from 98 to 11? No, 68. Oh. You just think about the program. Wow. And now you look at just a big board, and it's nothing but Alabama guys. I mean, it really is crazy. So since then, how many first-rounders have they had? I feel like I'm missing one. They've had Julio. They've had Calvin Ridley. They've had Amari. They're going to have two guys this year. They're going to have two guys next year. I mean, Saban's going to have five in ten years. or No, not five. He's going to have three, five. He's going to have seven in ten years. Uh, Just in the first round. So let's go year. Now, this is not all receivers. They had three overall first-rounders last year. Josh Jacobs, Jonah Williams, Quinn and Williams. The year before, they had one. Uh, the year before, they had one, two, three, four. Fitzpatrick, Payne, Rashawn Evans, the linebacker, and Calvin Ridley. That's 18. 2017, they had one, two, three, four. Reuben Foster, O.J. Howard, Jonathan Allen, Marlon Humphrey. 16, they had one, Ryan Kelly, the center. 15, they had one, Amari. 14, they had two, C.J. Mosley and Haha Clinton Dix. So they've had a lot of defensive players. 13, they had three, D. Milliner, Chance uh, Warmack, Fluker. Yeah, I don't see another receiver. Yeah, they don't. And then um, Julio was 11. So they've had a they had a tight end, but the, the cra- that's the crazy thing, is they're getting hot. Like Saban's getting hot. Well, he just but he just he just changed, right? But I but he what went I'm from saying being is all defense to now it's like all offense. We said this on the uh, guy, go- he's going to have a quarterback and two wide receivers in the top fifteen. But when, that, that would have been unheard of five years yeah, ago. If his quarterback got drafted, he got drafted in the seventh round. Yeah, he just he just pivoted. Kaepernick's getting hot here. Oh, Vernon. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, like this video. The people on YouTube say that, so like it. Yeah, Subscribe like Subscribe to the channel. Leave some comments. Comment and uh, go watch the other videos. Tell your friends. Crabtree score, John. We got a game. Uh, go to If you're watching this live, go to NFL uh, Network, Niners, Ravens, and the Super Bowl. I'm interested to see how this one plays out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for supporting promo code HAM. We'll be around. Anything else?
That's all I got. All right. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.